Well, I'm sorry that uh, the the earlier lecture, that's lecture number 10, got truncated. But uh, we were doing this thing of the idea of the entire city rises up in anger. A city of proud and silent men comes forward, determined to claim for justice the body of this monster, demanding that he be exposed to the fury of the two true human beings who only desire, whose, whose only desires are for peace and harmony. And so I demand that the accused help us establish the true course of events. To Lalo, why did you kill your parents? Yeah. Now, she has not asked him, did you kill your parents? One. But the question is, it's not a question, justice is not a private act. Justice is a public act. The law is a public act. The state is involved, right? In this idea of justice, what she's talking about, right? So your ethical and moral might be one kind of position, but the idea of justice is a public act, which is uh, the state has to safeguard, the law has to safeguard, okay? And the law has to be safeguarded by people, right? So all those kind of intermixing uh, and the idea of the law being safeguarded that there is a body which safeguards the law, the judiciary, the lawyers, all the kind of things are what this play is talking about. And she is talking about why is the law there? Why is justice there? For peace and harmony. That's the ultimate aim. And everybody has, so the law is actually something violent to keep violence away, right? It's not that the law is not violent. Uh, the law doesn't look violent, but the law is violent in as much as it's actually trying to exert violence to keep violence or give less violence to people, which is called peace and harmony. And that's again subjected according to cultures. And so I demand that the cues help us establish this true course of events, right? So as, so she's not talking for herself. She said, I demand and I is the law demands, right? So you can look at the trajectory of rhetoric, calling on the law, calling on justice, calling on the system of justice, paying homage to the law, almost an apostrophe to the law. And then at the end of it, she says, I demand that the accused help us establish the true course of events, right? So this is in the name of the law, in the name of the judiciary, in the name of the state, the accused has to help us to find this out, right? Because the accused has lost his head or the accused doesn't want to understand or the accused cannot understand. Therefore, this is the reason why I'm asking you to, right? Why did you kill your parents? Now, she doesn't ask him, did you kill your parents? That's the police court has tried to do, right? Yeah, but they've been unsuccessful and Lalo hasn't confessed to anything, right? And his answer is, I wanted a life. Kuka, as public prosecutor, violently, that's not an answer, right? So the first thing she says is, that's not an answer. I wanted a life, right? Rapidly, how did you do it, right? She's saying that's not an answer, and that's his answer. And his answer is very cryptic, and his answer is short and to the point, right? How did you do it? Did you give them some concoction, some poison, right? Now, what we must observe is, there's a man called Grice, who we talk about uh, his maxims, the maxim of quantity, quality, 
manner and relevance right so these are four maxims which seem to be taken from immanuel kant but used in a very different way in linguistics so what he is trying to say is when we open our mouths or when we any speech act or any act of writing uh, has to follow these four maxims and actually in reality all the time we are violating the maxims okay the maxim of quantity talks about more or less right you have to speak in the right amount not too much and not too little right so you just look at what you're doing over here right so what happens when we speak too much and what's happened okay that's give okay so that's the quantity don't give too much information don't give too little information right yeah so that's quantity quality right so always speak the truth right that's grace right always speak the truth okay and then the question is from a post colonial point of view we'll say well what is the truth right okay yeah always speak the truth okay or we can say the truth as you know it right so that's a uh, quality then uh, relevance is talk to the point right and manner is how you say things right yeah and what is your uh, how do you answer right so do you answer politely do you answer rudely all those kind of things okay quality quantity relevance in manner and we find in literature and even in life we don't keep to these uh, uh maxims right uh now you find that the prosecutor has spoken too much right or in the legal framework and in with the legal register you find that the prosecutor speaks too much right okay and the witness uh, the 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 person who is a victim uh, the in the witness box or the person who is answering the question or the accused right speaks just to the point yeah uh, the accused can also give a long speech okay and what happens with long speeches is there a lot of deflection of argument there's a lot of uh, there are many things said which are not absolutely to the point right and that's what the theatrics of rhetoric uh kuka is using to actually make it very theatrical right and that's what many lawyers do to get persons free or persons convicted right so the question is how do you separate the rhetoric from the fact okay or how do you separate the rhetoric from what is relevant right so and relevant to the case in question right we are not we can't talk about something that irrelevant right yeah so that's exactly what is important and how do you do it right so here you you get this idea of violently rapidly right so that's the manner in which he's doing it right and she's saying things out that's not an answer and rapidly how did you do it did you give them some concoction some poison or did you smother them with the pillows as they lay helplessly in their bed uh what do you where do the syringes and pills come in or are they just red herrings explain prisoner at the bar pause did you kill them in cold blood as it was it planned step by step or was it a crime of passion 
You tell us. Did you only use this knife? Exhausted. And finally, prisoner at the bar, why did you kill them? Yeah. So now she's asking him a lot of questions. How did you do it? Did you give them some concoction, some poison? Did you smother them? Right? Now, actually, she's not supposed to ask these questions, right? And these are bad ways of interrogating somebody, right? Because you're giving them leads, right? Yeah, and actually, very often a judge would say, well, don't influence the answer of the person who's interrogated, yeah? So, uh, so that's what uh, she gives all these things. And then she says, Lalo, I felt that they were persecuting me, harassing me as public prosecutor. So this is a crime of passion. We talked about murder, which doesn't amount to manslaughter, which doesn't amount to murder, right? Is it a crime of passion, right? Then the court is somewhat sympathetic that you are overruled by passion and that's why you killed people, right? Yes, kill somebody, not because you planned it out and nothing of the sort. I felt they were persecuting me, harassing me as public prosecutor. Persecuting you, how? Harassing you, how? Right? Now, we have this problem here. This is a law court, right? And the answer of Lalo is a personal kind of an answer which you might give in a counseling session, right? Yeah, and you might say, well, I felt my parents were harassing me, right? Suppose you say, well, I left home and I went out and worked over here. Why did you do that? Because I felt they were persecuting me and they were harassing me, right? Persecuting you? How? Harassing you? How? They never let me alone, right? And now you can see Lalo answering to the point. How? 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 That's what Kuka says. And Kuka, as a public prosecutor, but the witnesses testify that. The witnesses are lying, right? Who are the witnesses? That's a question, right? Were there any witnesses? We don't know of any, right? Yeah? Kuka, as public prosecutor, are you contesting the statements made by the witnesses, right? Now, the witnesses' statement is important, right? And he says uh, that the witnesses are lying. And that's a very important kind of indictment of the witnesses, right? There was nobody there that night. So Lalo says, how can you talk about witnesses? There was nobody there that night. Beba as judge to Lalo. The accused must be more precise in his answer, right? Now that becomes a kind of comic trial. And all many trials look very comic, right? Like for instance, when you, you say, well, uh, talk to the point and he's talking to the point, right? Yeah, and that looks absurd, like all cases are absurd, and that's why Kafka writes his trial, right? So, the accused must be more precise in his answer. This is absolutely necessary. Are you sure you mean what you have said? Yeah, now the idea of saying one thing and meaning another, right? The court demands both truth and precision. The court expects the accused to observe, without prejudice, these articles of procedure. The prosecution may proceed, right? Now, truth and precision, right? Of course, we in literature, after deconstruction, ask what is the truth, right? 
and the idea of your truth and my truth are different and we say all those things but the court uh, demands that this is the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth right yeah that's how some uh, countries have to say that right yeah there was nobody there that night okay so that's the pro- uh, the prosecution might proceed and koka says uh yeah the court expects the accused to observe without prejudice the articles of procedure right and now the procedure of the court is important right and remember what lalo used to do he used to say the kitchen is not the kitchen the hall is not the chair the table is not the chair and all that kind of thing right kuka as public prosecutor let us now turn to your close relatives your grandmother for example your aunts and uncles and your nearest and dearest do you see each other often what kind of relationship did you have with them not right and he said not and that includes kuka and beba right yeah so he says and your nearest and your dearest what relationship did you have with them not kuka as public prosecutor why mom hated dad's family and dad didn't get along with mom's family right kuka as public prosecutor so now it's becoming personal right yeah and the whole idea of the political and the personal the public and the private is getting fused right yeah so the uh, the political is the personal right and that's uh i think is something that we know that uh, uh and many people play with this that the personal is the political right that is if i wear long hair and i'm a man then it's political and it's personal right and the personal is a political right or when we talk about dalit politics or any kind of thing the personal becomes the political right and it's also when you take up a stand for anything uh, or against something then the personal becomes the political yeah uh and i don't see anything else and i think it falls into uh, an aristotelian framework where every transaction is a political transaction and the human being is a political right yeah uh so she said everybody hated everybody kokas public prosecutor aren't you exaggerating none of our relatives visited us mom didn't want them to come round she said they were jealous and hypocritical dad said the same thing about mom's relations and they wouldn't let us visit them either right so the both the parents uh are very uh opinionated about the other partners relations and they say that they are hypocritical yeah and they didn't when visit them they didn't let them come over so this is what you call a, a modern kind of family a nuclearization of the family right and uh, they don't have anything to do with that and that makes it for this idea of a modern society where people stand up on their own and they don't have anything to do with the nearer the near relations right yeah so this isolated nuclear family is something that we in india might be critical of because we have long extended families right and some of us live in joint families too or at least even if we don't live in joint families that notion of having a joint family going and staying with a cousin and going and staying with a friend uh, a cousin and a second cousin third cousin and uh, the the families go on for a long uh, time 
right? Yeah, and somebody who's not even related to us, it looks as if they are our relations, right? So we might be having a problem with the idea of the nuclear family, but that's what happens in advanced capitalist societies, right? When uh, that's one of the ways of looking at it, and of course, it's also about the culture, right? Some cultures, in spite of being uh, very capitalist, have this idea of the family tradition coming together, having dinner together, and all those kind of things, right? But some people don't, right? Uh, none of our letter, uh, yeah. So we finished that. Kuka as public prosecutor, this doesn't seem to have much basis, in fact, to me. Why? They kept on telling us, so this doesn't seem to have much basis, in fact, to me, right? Why? So how has this got anything to do with the court? Why? And she, before she finishes, they kept on telling us that we were better people, that they were all common, that they had no class, right? So we were a, a better kind of lot of people, right? Because we were economically better or socially better or were after the revolution or whatever that is, right? Coca, as public prosecutor, did you never, and you never tried to make contact with them? I tried once, but it didn't work, right? Now this is almost like a psychological a counseling session where you ask uh, the psychoanalytical session where you inflict hurt on a person, but uh, the hurt is a very important hurt because it opens a door, right? But of course, this doesn't open any doors, right? It's, it opens doors into what has happened to the political system and how is the family being affected by the political system, right? Uh, you never tried to make contact with them. I tried once, but it didn't work. Koka, as public prosecutor, do you know the witnesses, Mr. Mrs. Angelita, to the audience? Her a surname, please. Thank you. Uh, the witness, Angel, Angel, uh, Angela Martinez, right? Yes. Lalo, yes. Okay, so he says yes, right? And of course, sometime before, Kokai said, well, he says yes and no, and he tries to uh, deflect all the questions that are put to me, right? Uh, put by me, right? So he said yes, Koka as public prosecutor. Did she go to your house either before or after the incident in question? She did before at around 6 p.m., right? Now he's giving more information than is required. Yeah, we can look at Bryce's maxim, right? Okay. Koka's uh, public prosecutor, in a statement, she insists that you were all playing a strange game. What was the game that you had played at home? Pause. Wasn't it a bit unhealthy? Answer. Wasn't it a deviant game? Yeah. Now, she's asking a question. In a statement, she insists that you were playing a strange game. Right? And what is the strange game? Yeah, what was the game that you played at home? Right? And she's asking what the game was, what did you play at home, and was it a bit unhealthy? What is healthy? And the health metaphor is a problem because what do you call healthy and what do you call unhealthy is subjective. Yeah? And it's got to do with the body. And we are, here we are dealing with the dead body where we, he, she calls the. She calls Lalo. Uh, the body of the monster, they want to get the body of the monster and all that kind of thing in the previous page, yeah? And here you have this idea of 
saying that look uh, wasn't it a bit unhealthy yeah so that health method for the body and the health comes in answer wasn't it a deviant game i don't know right and now he gives his answer wasn't it a deviant game now deviant means a lot of things okay right lalo firmly i don't know kuka as public prosecutor your parents according to my understanding complained about you okay so she says well your your parents complained about you according to my understanding not according to the witness okay right now yeah so that's interesting lalo all my life as long as i can remember i've been hearing the same complaints the same sermons the same nagging right the same complaints the same sermons the same nagging the same the same the same the same the rhetorical effect yeah uh kuka as public prosecutor they must have had some reason for complaining right now they must have had some reason for complaining the benefit of the doubt is not given to the accused but to the person the persons who are uh, killed or as she says assassinated right something they did something they didn't sometimes they did sometimes they didn't when a reason is hammered home over and over again it stops being reasonable right now the question of repetition right we have uh, many people who write about repetition right yeah identity and rep- uh, repetition is something the heideggerers right yeah and rep- uh, repetition and difference yeah so what is repeated and what is different right look up all these essays uh, maybe they'll uh, throw a lot of light into the idea of how much is rep- repeated how much is different right and sometimes so that's one but when we talk about literature and we talk about poetry we uh, i talked about rice uh, a few minutes ago and when we talk about uh, literature we normally repeat things again and again right in law courts again things are repeated right they will say this is accused his name so and so right like you might have angelita uh, angelita martinez right and uh, there is no doubt that angelina martinez did this right so you keep repeating and you find that a very strange kind of syntax and we are normally in writing we're not supposed to repeat the words again and again and use a pronoun right yeah but in legal language you normally repeat when you file an fir for instance you normally repeat the name of the person again and again and again and again yeah and that's hammering it home right uh, there is a statistician called jeffrey leach yeah he says what happens with repetition repetition in poetry uh, the book is linguistic guide to english poetry it hammers home the content right so when you say the same the same the same the same right like you have uh, the same complaints the same sermons the same nagging what you get is same 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 right and what does it mean existential boredom right the same 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 means that every time you have the same thing and then it doesn't make after some time it doesn't make a difference right so this is an idea that we get we're talking about coins and we're talking about words and words are like coins because words get abraded like coins right 
if you use a word again and again the first time you hear a word say uh, it's a slang word or in very very informal slang or vulgar slang or whatever you call it right the first time you might be shocked right but then as you hear it again and again and more people using it then you have this idea of well it's not quite bad as that or you get used to it right and the potency of a word changes right so the word the more you use a word the more okay it loses its power and uh, that's exactly what is happening over here were your parents really so demanding lalo i don't understand right all the things that he was accused of by koka right are they doesn't understand or he doesn't want to understand were really so demanding the public prosecutor the question is this what kind of relationship did you have with your parents i'm sure i told you already they questioned me they made demands on me they spied on me right yeah and now that's a problem because we have regimes where the children spy on their parents as happened in the fascist germany right yeah and everybody is spying on everybody else okay i don't know what's whether it's happening in india but you normally have people spying on other people and going and telling the government right yeah and that's what happens and uh, phones are bugged uh, conversations are bugged all these kinds of things are bugged when people are spying on you right yeah they question me they made demands on me and they spied on me right spy spying is when you want to check on somebody uh when they don't know about it right so they don't have a private life anymore because they've got you've got spies everywhere right koka as public prosecutor what questions did they ask what demands did they make why were they why were they they spy desperate lalu desperate says i don't know i don't know repeating in a mechanical voice wash the dishes wash the tablecloths wash the shirts clean the vase clean the bathrooms clean the floors don't sleep don't dream don't read you're useless right now he's repeating what they said wash the glasses wash the dishes right so these are the demands that they made wash the shirts clean the vase clean the bathroom clean the floor right clean wash right and don't sleep don't dream don't read you're useless right and at the base of it you're useless and that's a punchline when the parents are saying that you are useless maybe they said it but or maybe all the things that they did actually gave the message that they were saying that you are useless right so uh koka as public prosecutor ladies and gentlemen of the jury ladies and gentlemen of the court do you believe these are motives strong enough to drive an individual to commit a murder right she not talking about an assassination she's talking about a murder koka is public prosecutor uh yeah sorry uh lalo stammering i want it koka is public prosecutor what did you want pause answer lalo sincerely alive public prosecutor sarcastically and did you did your parents take your life away from you to the audience objection my lord the accused is evading the question right so when she says and what did you want a life okay i want to live my life i want to live a life right um, my life is taken away from me i want to live my life right and some of us feel 
or when we're feeling very oppressed, we want a life, right? Now, if that applies to the regime and we know about the political implications, does this apply to Castro regime or is it taken as that, right? So, we all wanted a life, right? And many people say they leave their countries and they go to another place because they think that going to another place, they might have a life, right? Because life is more precious than money and property and honors and position, right? Yeah, so even if you get a smaller job, but you have a life, you go to all those kinds of places, right? And you see all these things happening again and again. Coca as public prosecutor, sarcastically. And did your parents take your life away from you? Objection, my lord. The accused is evading the question. Lalo, passionately. I wanted, I longed, I desperately longed to do things for myself, right? And that's seems honest and now he's actually breaking up which we expected in the police court right i wanted i long i desperately long to do things for myself right yeah so he's saying wanted is one longed is a longer kind of urge to desire yeah and i desperately long to do things for myself right and he's talking about how I was not able to do anything for myself. I was totally smothered by my parents. Koka, as public prosecutor, did your parents stop you? Lalo, confidently, yes. Koka, as public prosecutor, how? They said I was a fool, a slob, a no-hoper. Koka, as public prosecutor, with great patience. And what were the things you wanted to do? Would the accused care to elaborate? Yeah, and she said, would you care? No. Would the accused care to elaborate? That's the typical way the court proceeds and that's the legal register at one. And the second is it's trying to make the accused believe that they're already accused, right? Yeah, that they've already, uh, not even being accused, but they're actually trying to imply that they're already convicted. Yeah. And what were the things you wanted to do would, would the accused care to elaborate? Lalo tormented, making a great effort, a little confused, right? Now this is something to do with emotions, right? And this is in the court. And the court, sometimes one actually talks emotionally or talks from, uh, it's, actually, it's actually a breaking down and talking how one actually feels about things, right? It's very hard, I don't know. Things, you know, things. How can I put it? I know that they exist. They're out there, right? Now he's talking about things and things exist and they're out there. I can't at the moment. Koka smiles maliciously. Look, I know it's something else. It's just that confidently. I tried everywhere. Yeah, so look, I know it's something else. It's just that. I tried everywhere. I could to please them. I caught pneumonia once I did. No, I can't tell you about that. I just, things always went wrong for me. I didn't want it to be that way, but I couldn't do anything else. And then, right? So then, well, we go back to TA. And in TA, you normally have the I'm not okay child. Okay. And they go on and on and on, right? Uh, trying to please the parents or trying to please a significant other, 
right? And many of these people, uh, when the parents are very, very demanding, right? They go and commit suicide because no matter what you do, you can't, uh, you can't please the parents, right? Yeah. Cook uh, up as public prosecutor, then what, right? And of course, uh, when you talk about suicide, it's violence which is directed inside against you, right? And murder is violence outside, right? Yeah. So this is a kind of in, uh, intense kind of uh, force that is operating, right? So you can either here when you feel uncomfortable with somebody, right? Uh, you can actually either kill them or kill yourself because you feel hedged in all the time, right? And whatever you do is not good enough, right? Okay, and you're trying and trying and trying and everything is looked down upon and say, well, it's not good enough, it's not good enough, it's not good enough. And then what do you do? Either I kill myself or I kill you, right? That's that's the kind of position that lands in. Uh, yeah, Koka as public prosecutor, then what? They shouted at me, they hit me, they pushed, punished me, endless hours locked in my room. They told me a thousand and one times I was better off dead. That they wanted to see me leave home to see how I coped and whether I would die of starvation. Right? So he's actually telling them all these things and all the tortures that he has had. And he's felt the torture, right? And torture is felt by the mind. Uh, not about, they hit me, yes, of course. If they hit him and injure him so badly that he's not okay, that's fine. But normally they hit him. The psychological impact is more than the physical impact, unless the physical impact is very, very high, right? Koka uh, with a cynical spine. Are you sure about what you're saying? And Lalo says, yes, right? Now the question is, do you know what you're saying? Or are you talking nonsense? Are you sure that you're saying the right thing? Okay, and he says, yes. Koka as public prosecutor. And that's how uh, witness box and uh, uh, accused and witnesses have to answer questions right uh, if you get a chance ever okay you might try to go and be at least a witness in a witness box right i had the opportunity once of doing that as a college student because somebody had a case about uh, somebody occupying the house right so i uh, used to go there and uh, they were old people so i used to look after them so uh, look after them as much as i should go and say hi to them and uh, yeah, you, you need uh, old people don't need things, but they need time and they need people to spend time with them, right? So when they had a case, uh, they asked me, they said, will you come as a witness because you should come over? I said, yes, okay. And you can say that you played the piano. I said, yes, I can say that, yeah. And that's how I know this person. And she was there, the, uh, the, the client, the, the tenant died, right? Yeah, so all that. So I, uh, yeah, so in the witness box, the lawyer will say, don't answer more than is asked, right? Say yes or no, right? Yeah, so that's how they intimidate you, right? So are you sure about what you're saying? Yeah, so they ask you, and this is a stuck kind of way of asking questions. If you are a lawyer, one day maybe you'll ask questions like that. Lalo says yes. As public prosecutor, Kuka, go on, go on. I was very unhappy. Koka as public prosecutor. Why? It felt like the house was caving in on me, right? 
yeah and now he's talking about mental distress the whole house was caving under him the house was claustrophobic the house was uh, absolutely oppressive and he felt totally smothered coca as public prosecutor i don't understand exactly what do you mean the walls the carpets the curtains the lamps the sofa where dad took his siesta and the bed and the wardrobes and the sheets the whole lot i hated them i wanted them to go away right now you're totally disgusted with the atmosphere right and it's not about the things but it's because of this huge kind of uh disgust with the parents even the things around you become disgusting and you just want to get out and you, you can't get out right or as silvia plath has in one of her poems and oh the need to get away right yeah so silvia plath commits suicide right and over here the need to get away uh, perhaps takes it to murder right coca as public prosecutor you hated the whole lot and your parents you hated your parents as well didn't you lalo distracted maybe i should have just run away gone out anywhere to hell or timbuktu right yeah so timbuktu is a place in africa actually right but this is a kind of uh yeah it's a kind of dreamland in africa whatever that is right yeah so gone anywhere to hell or timbuktu right okay timbuktu is the ideal world to hell is the dumps right yeah uh coca as a public prosecutor ladies and gentlemen of the jury ladies and gentlemen of the court lalo continuing as if hypnotized right now that's one of the things that happens when you have an interrogation right actually this should have happened in the police court but it's happening now in the um judiciary in the in the court of the judge right which and of course what happens is uh the idea of psychoanalysis is to relive all those kinds of problems and talk about them right and that's exactly what he's doing in psychotherapy is that because once you see what your real problem is then you can deal with it right but this is different in as much as it becomes or it's got overtones of a psychotherapy for the whole country for the whole nation right and then uh what when lalo is speaking is he speaking for himself or is he speaking for the whole nation right that's a question right is everybody disgusted or are at least the sensitive people disgusted with what is going on right uh one day when i was playing with my sisters yeah i suddenly discovered pause as public prosecutor what did you discover in the same tone of voice as before now he's talking in a hypnotized kind of way right we were in the living room no i lie we were in the back room we were playing or rather we were acting smiles foolishly right now this is what happens is uh is uh, and that's interesting in the acting he smiles because he remembers something of the past right and though it's painful and tragic there might be some fond memories of it yeah that's why he smiles and it's he smiles foolishly you might think it is silly but i was the father no that's not true i think at that moment i was the mother it was just a game 
and there right at the moment i had this idea smiles foolishly again right so you say we were playing a game right and uh, i was playing a game with my sisters and then we had this idea right of murdering the parents right and i play the father and then he says he cancels and i know i play the mother right and all that kind of thing and he smiles foolishly again coca and public prosecutor has what idea lalo smiles before it's very simple but it gets complicated you never know whether you're saying what you feel right so he says i, I don't know whether i'm saying what i feel i moves his hand as if he was trying to explain things with this movement i knew so you can't find the right words right uh you can use your hands when you fully know what you're trying to say and you can use your hands to struggle to say what you're saying and you expect people to get from the gestures what you're saying and because you don't have the words or the right words or the right you you've not been articulate enough and you've not articulated it to yourself right you're not articulate to yourself and that's why you can't uh express what you're saying to somebody else yeah so you use the hands and hands hand movement is important because uh with gestures you can make gestures which actually convey things and reemphasize the words that you're using or you use gestures when you can't find the words right and that seems to be the case with lalo i knew what my folks were offering me wasn't life and could never be life so i said to myself if you want to live you have to stops and makes a stabbing gesture or clenches his fist as if tearing something apart right now that's when he's using his hand okay and that's when he's actually making a gesture which is looking as if if you if you actually want to live a life you just have to get rid of these people you you will just kill them right and that's uh not a good idea at all right he could have run away he could have done so many other things right okay because i think everybody as we said in one of the past lectures everybody who is reasonable and is sensible and is growing up has problems with their parents right kuka as public prosecutor what did you feel at that moment right now it's not any more those says public prosecutor this is a court scene it's actually getting into the psychoanalytical right because you actually and the psychotherapic right yeah a uh, psychotherapeutic right because it's actually getting into this idea of um going into the feelings going into the uh the motivations and the feelings and trying to get them up and out and then after that uh the the patient can actually look at themselves and feel much more uh, in control of the situation right so you're coming to terms with what exactly the feelings because very often feelings are suppressed and they become very com- they become complexes right and that's uh, what happens right uh you were afraid i think i was for a second so what do you feel at that moment i don't know you tell me right <laughs> i don't know you tell me yeah so uh the question is when he says you tell me you tell me how you should feel kokai's uh, public pro- prosecutor so she's suggesting were you afraid i think i was for a second as public prosecutor and then 
then I wasn't. As public prosecutor, you got used to the idea, I got used to it. Kuka, as public prosecutor, what? Banging the table. Ladies and gentlemen, this is unprecedented, right? Now they're talking about playing and the idea comes to them when they're playing, right? And he was acting the father, then he was acting the mother and we've seen that they were acting uh, it out in the first act, right? Yeah, and he acts as the mother who gets married, right? And he acts as the father who's bullying and bossing around, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, uh, before we get into the long speech, uh, and we have a number of long speeches now, so I don't know how many uh, uh, lectures that will take, but what have we got up till now, right? Yeah, so. What is happening up till now is uh, in the first act we have all this uh, family drama, yeah. They're talk talking about the past and all that kind of thing. In the second act, you have the prosecution, the, pol the police courts, uh, the the detectives come to the house, the police courts, so the police come to the house. The, the the police courts, then the judiciary, right? So it goes in that kind of predict, uh, predict, uh, uh, progression, yeah. And then you have the actual prosecution and the trial of uh, uh, Lalo, right? Of course, that's played, and it's made to be a play, right? So we were playing at murder, we were playing at uh, a court scene. Right? We were playing all this, right? So that's the idea, of course, right? And then, of course, this is an important bit, the which the which we've done now, because he she calls him an assassin, right? Yeah. And the question is, uh, with some modification and some idea, okay? So it's is it a crime of passion? Is it a crime? Uh, is it a murder? Is it manslaughter? Right? Yeah. Or is it uh, an assassination? Right? Yeah. And now what's happening is he's saying that well, I thought about it some time ago, and we were playing and this and that and the other. And then I thought about it, right? I just have to do it, right? And the question over there is, was it intended? What is the intention? Okay, and the question is when we talk about intention, how long was the intention? Did the intention build up? Did you throw out the intention? Or was the intention linked with the ideas? Okay, the intention is one, but then the question is: uh, Has the intention been strengthened? Have have you plotted the murder or the assassination? Right. So all these are stages in the in your intention. Right. Okay. You might intend to do a lot of things. You might plot and plan. Okay. And all those things might go awry. And then even if you've got these ideas in your head, right, uh, you're not. Uh, nobody is going to hold you culpable, right? Yeah, but uh, and of course, uh, many people have all these ideas: ideas of committing suicide, ideas of committing mur murder. Uh, these things happen when people are uh, pushed to the brink or in a bad psychological state of mind, right? Of course, what has to happen is they have to be helped and have to get out, right? Yeah, but. If you actually commit a murder and if you let the emotions get out of hand and actually commit the murder and you don't imagine uh, or you don't examine your, uh, your feelings, your emotions, your action, your intentions and 
you don't don't uh, stay back from the scene and relax or have no outlet right then all that compounds and builds up right and it can be disastrous and you can actually kill somebody right so whether it's an assassination or not uh, the idea is the act is important right the intention is important and the act is important right yeah uh, the intention is something like uh, the intention normally is never found out if it never if the act never happens right so you might want to kill somebody but uh, it's going on only in your head right but if you plot and plan around with other people right and that's found out then of course there can be uh, false kinds of uh, ways of plotting and planning that happened with uh, Mary Queen of Scots and Queen Elizabeth right there was a trick or a, uh, that's supposed to be the case at least Stefan Zweig says so that people uh, there were many people who wrote false uh false letters to uh Mary Queen of Scots and Mary Queen of Scots replied right yeah and that was looked at as a conspiracy to kill Queen Elizabeth right yeah and that's one of the reasons why Mary Queen of Scots was put to death and Elizabeth signed her warrant in a fit yeah right and uh, then she said why why did you uh why did you uh, behead her right when she actually came to know about it right now uh, when the news had to be given to her as a queen right so you can read stefan's wife mary queen of scots that's the reference right so the question is uh, you might have intentions and your intentions uh, yeah uh, if they are in your head they are okay right yeah uh, like for instance you have uh, this swami nathan essay uh, by uh, rk lakshman uh, rk narayan yeah where he's talking about swami nathan actually going and uh trying to get a case up against the teacher and uh says all sorts of things against the teacher that the teachers beat him up and he doesn't want to go he's frightened of the teacher and his father gives him a letter right yeah so all those kinds of things uh you have in your mind but the question is when it's out and actually uh, action is taken right and then you become responsible because it's a serious action right then the question of what is your intention right so that's what we've come to uh, till this part right yeah uh, yeah and uh, what lalo says is i got used to it got used to the idea i got used to it kuka what banging the table ladies and gentlemen this is unprecedented now he doesn't say what is the idea right that he withholds right and the idea is assumed that he has decided to kill his parents and that's in play right and play becomes very important as we know uh, about structure sign and play right so the idea you play with ideas and you're playing with the idea of assassinating the parents right and that's an idea which is played with and uh, that's very important especially from a deconstructive point of view right because we're talking about words we're talking about playing and the notion of playing and we have this kind of playing around uh, with ideas of various levels right so what is the truth right that becomes a question what happens to the law and the truth when we are just playing around with ideas right 
and uh, of course if you have a dumb government then uh, playing around with ideas is not even allowed right and that's exactly uh, the the metaphorical meaning of this play right which is actually saying well if you think of the government and you think that the government is bad and you think that the government is not worth it at all right and as long as that's an idea in your head and yeah it's it's i suppose okay right yeah and uh, what happens when you try to execute the idea against the state right so that's exactly the problem perhaps of the interpretation of this play right uh, yeah we'll need some more lectures because we've got two extremely long speeches two or three yeah we've got very very long speeches now as the play comes to an end but we need to go to them because this is uh, what is going to actually go to the denouement right of the play yeah and with that we'll stop and i'll get back to you and we'll do uh, lalo's uh, speech right and then we have kuka's speech yeah and two kuka's two or three four yeah about four long speeches and then lalo's again has got two long speeches yeah but i think uh, by then we'll get a uh, uh cracking and we'll have a clearer idea of what the other is please kindly read your plays again and again along with uh the lectures that are given because uh, we can't have the live lectures for all the technical reasons that you all cited last time uh so well that's it so i'm winding up and i'll try to put music i couldn't put music the last time because uh it's suddenly uh i think i exceeded the time and then uh, there was no space for the music right thank you so much and i'll i'll be back in a while